Talk Radio. Welcome back, fellow patriots. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. Just a friendly reminder. You guys, I'm doing this for us. God brought this around to me a second time, and I thought I'd take up on it. You know, you can't avoid God knocking on your door twice, bringing this opportunity to me to do the show. And I'm doing this for us, we the people. So I'd love to hear from you guys. You know, reach out with any thoughts or concerns, anything you guys want to cover that I seem to miss. Reach to me at lauramarie at talkthestreet.com. Or you can always go to my website at www.talkthestreet.com. Thanks to all of you who have reached out. You have been heard. We've been talking. So keep it coming. I'm not sure how much more we are going to take between the borders being open. Are you guys aware that last month, 247,000 people crossed our borders? Record high. Like we've discussed many times, we're only supposed to allow 150,000 a year into our country legally. Not a quarter of a million people a month. You guys, this is serious. We need to stop it. This administration is destroying us from within. May 23rd, when they removed Title 42, guess where Joe Biden's going to be, if you don't know already? In Asia. And what for? (laughs) What is really going to happen there? And are you guys aware, too, that Joe Biden just signed? I'm not sure if it's an executive order. I've been so mad that I can't even think about what the facts are behind it. But he just signed it to where the WHO, if there is another crisis of a virus, and we know one is coming, according to Psaki and Fauci, they said in the fall, another one's going to be coming around. And why wouldn't it? You know, you got open borders. 1.7 million people were turned away this year because of possibilities of being sick, because of Title 42 in place. So it's going to be pretty inevitable, according to them. So the WHO will be in charge of us if another virus comes around, they will demand us to get vaccines, lockdowns, masks. Are you guys aware of that? I know they want this one world order, but <laughs> he's making it happen. He's shoving it down our throat. So I'm not sure how much more we can take, guys, or what we can do to organize and make things happen. But we know this is why January 6th happened to take Trump down to call us white supremacists, and mainly to put a fence up around the Capitol to protect them. Start off with the toilet paper shortage, Lysol shortage, hard to find masks, hard to find hand sanitizer. Currently we have a baby food shortage. What's gonna be the big next shortage? I know I missed one or two in between. You know, we got the gasoline, diesel shortage, which transports all of our food everywhere. What's going to be next? I'm very concerned about the people that are pouring into our country. Over 600,000 in the last year have come over that got through. That's just the ones we know of that were not vetted. We don't know their names. We don't know anything about them. And don't tell me that not one of them are terrorists. 
It took what six, four, four, six people to fly the planes into the towers. Doesn't take much or many people to create a crisis, a terrorist attack. They can be all over the country, unknown locations. I don't mean to be alarming or be negative. It's just facts. It's just a reality. And I've got a pit in my stomach. I've had one for a long time since they stole the election, actually. I just don't feel safe. And what's happening in Ukraine, I've been telling you guys for a while, something isn't right there. I mean, look at them. Those people were living like you and I three months ago, just living their everyday life, going to the store, going to work, just living their lives. And now Zelensky has confiscated everybody's property. It's now owned by the government. George Soros said by the time 2030 comes around, it'll be one global government and nobody will own their land. So it makes me wonder what's in store for us with these open borders. What's the plan? We know that Joe Biden is just a puppet. And it's kind of funny hearing all of these elites. I always said, by the time they realize what's really going on, it'll be too late. It was kind of too late the second term of Obama. But when Trump won, I had hope. And I still do. However, things are going so fast because they have to make up for lost time. So that's why it's just going so rapidly quick. And why Joe Biden was reversing everything good that Trump did starting on day one. And that's why it's hitting us so hard. Hillary Clinton would have won. She would have continued on the downward spiral that Obama's put us in. What a traitor he is. They did not expect President Trump to win. They did rig the election in 2016, like we talked about. But Trump beat that rigged election. So that's why they had to perfect it this last time, though they've been busted with 2,000 mules. And I hope that something does come out of that. I know that a few people have been arrested. There's a couple states that are investigating further because of it, but it needs to be overturned. That's the part that's troubling. And who's going to do it? They've weakened our military. Obama got rid of all of the key players in the military that could do it that could overturn something like this. It's just the deep state is deep, deeper than we could ever imagine. And it took Trump to realize, make us realize it. I knew that we had the deep state, but I didn't even realize how bad it was with all the data information I've been receiving over the years and monitoring world events for decades. I've always had a passion for politics. So I've always been in tune to what's going on. And I knew a long time ago that the UN was in place for the world government. The WHO is supposed to be the world health organization for all of us. And how they handled the VA hospital, how they just destroyed all the veterans and didn't take care of them. It's like, how can they even take care of us? But that's the whole thing. They want all of us older people that know America and our values and our way of life. They don't want us here anymore. They want to squash us and put us away. Silence us, just like they are. I mean, Twitter, Facebook. I'm still in Facebook jail. <laughs> For what? Posting a video of Becerra doing a commercial. He was on as a guest on CNN or MSNBC. And I posted the video of him really making mistakes 
and admitting stuff that he's not supposed to admit. And I got 30 days in the slammer, proudly, because I posted it. They're just covering up. It's just so disturbing. But I do have to say, the Navy, the chief of the Naval Operations released his new recommended reading list on May 6th, which thankfully threw overboard several divisive books. (laughs) 2021's list included books that veered from the Navy's core missions and espoused critical race theory and extreme positions on sexual orientation. You know, easing the rudder for a seaman means to slowly stop the turn of a ship. So by removing these books, Admiral Mike Gilday, he slowed down the turn of the Navy toward divisive social theories. So I am so excited to hear that. He supposedly literally threw books, these extreme CRT books, overboard. I thought that was awesome. I wish he was in a position where he can overthrow our government. I think it takes just more than him, though. (laughs) But I would like to add that Admiral Gilday, he said that this reading program is more than a reading list for aspiring young officers and sailors. He said that it's a window into senior leadership's values and signals that junior officers need to embrace and understand to succeed. So that's why he drew so much attention and rightful ridicule for many in the Navy, veterans and members of Congress alike. This might have been a small victory for the Navy. And like I said, I wish there was 20 more of him, you know, to battle. But we have this Secretary of Defense who's relentless hunting for extremists in the ranks. Despite an inconvenient lack of evidence, careers have been sidelined and livelihoods destroyed. On insinuations, rumors, and pure power-seeking by overzealous sheep leaders. So this guy's probably going to get squashed like a bug, like everybody else who goes against the grain and is a good, solid American. It's getting concerning, you guys. They're getting rid of people who are like Admiral Gilday. We can only pray that he stays there, you know, but the danger is is greater when added to a culture of zero tolerance that too quickly destroys talented risk takers at the cost of developing war fighters. The nation needs, rather than develop and mature future naval leaders, it has been far easier and safer to inspiring senior naval leader to discard expendable juniors. (laughs) In 2021, members of Congress rightfully grilled the Secretary of Defense, Chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff, and the Chief of Naval Operations on their fixation on a non-existent extremist epidemic and political charged reading lists. A few Republicans came to the plate to the rescue. Representative Doug Lamborn, Republican from Colorado, Representative Vicki Hartzler, she's a Republican from Missouri. And then there's a whistleblower campaign of Senator Tom Cotton and Representative Dan Crenshaw. They've also been helpful in exposing how far divisive ideologies have permeated into the military. So to be clear, the Navy has not given an accounting as requested by the representatives. No shock there. And the hard work of 
Tom Cotton, and Crenshaw is far from over. You know, I'm on the fence a little bit with Crenshaw. You know, there's times he does really well, and there's times that it's kind of questionable what he's been doing, really. But in conclusion of social warrior in the Navy's repertoire occurred while Russian Putin prepared his invasion of Ukraine and China exercised its military against Taiwan. The nation cannot afford more of these distractions. The costs are more than microaggressions, but rather real violence on a global scale. So there are a few that are putting up the good fight, but we can only pray and pray hard that we can overturn all of the CRT that's infiltrated all over the place. And it started under Obama when he changed the education books, when he got rid of all of the good military leaders. And he left a few, clearly, because Admiral Gilday is a patriot in my book. And on that note, guys, let's take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. Here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials for the buy one, get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, fellow patriots. Again, I want to thank God for this opportunity. You know, the owner of Renegade Talk Radio came to me about seven, eight years ago to do a talk podcast, and it just wasn't the right time in my life. And he came back around again last year, though I was very busy, and we were dealing with COVID. But I said, you know, God has brought this to me around for the second time, and I can't ignore it. So there's got to be something to it. And that's why I'm doing this show. You know, I started to tell you a little bit about it in the first segment. And I thought I would elaborate a little bit more and explain to you why. So I want to do this to have fun, which I am. But I also want to educate people. And I also want to be our voice, the people's voice. And that's why I always share with you why I am the voice for all of us. We the people. And very serious about encouraging you to reach out. For all of us, something's big is going down and it's a serious thing. Changes in our life that we could have never imagined, just like the people in Ukraine. They could never have imagined three months ago that their whole world, their whole lives are going to be turned upside down like they have. And the deaths is just so heartbreaking. And it's not so far-fetched that it can't happen to us. They've been making changes to us, like they said in the 50s, communists, that they were going to take us down without firing a shot. 
by making changes little by little by little. And that's exactly what they've done. But they didn't expect Trump to come in and in such a short time, make us feel proud to be American again and make us great again. Can you imagine if we had another four years of Trump? That he would have clearly stopped the one world order, which is what he was doing. And that's what George Soros said too. So they had to stop Trump at all costs. And that's what we have to do in November. Do not send in a paper ballot. You must go in and vote in person and do not surrender your paper ballot. You can vote in person and they could take your paper ballot and put it to whatever they want it to be and discard your original vote. That's what they did in California and they did that in Illinois. Other states I'm sure of, those are the two that I know that they did. So if you guys can, please go in and vote in person, just like the old days. You know, listening to the squad, as awful as it is, do any of them have kids? I think that one might, but I don't think they do. Who are they to tell moms just to go breastfeed when there's no formula for the children? Are they that dumb? Are they that out of touch? There are so many moms who would love to breastfeed and they can't for health issues or just whatever they're unable to. So that's that's pretty in crate. That's pretty crazy. They want energy to increase to force this new green deal. You know, without any backup. Are they aware that batteries are hard to come by because of the lithium that comes from Russia? I don't think so. And where's all the outlets? You know, for all of these battery vehicles, they're not even prepared yet. They're so dumb. God forgive me. <laughs> Name calling is not nice, but sometimes they just earn it. And it's so hard sometimes not to <laughs> share the obvious. Out of touch. Power hungry. In their elite little bubble, anybody else outside, they have no remorse and no idea what's going on. Just like Katy Perry. You know, remember when she was up there, you know, rooting for Hillary Clinton? She was probably one of those who was crying. Her face when she lost was like deer in headlights. She was in disbelief. She moved to Kentucky. Have you guys heard about that? She, now that she's a mom, her and her family moved to Kentucky. And she actually admitted that it was humbling that she got out of the Hollywood elite. There's like a little bubble of those people. And when you get out of it, it's the realization that there's so much world out there. There's people that are actually normal, average people. And she's enjoying it. And it's an eye-opener. Well, (laughs) while those elite like Katy Perry helped to destroy California. They can't handle what we knew that was going to occur with all the crime and just the open borders and just all the other, the homeless. It's so horrible. So they flee what they voted for. They're partially to blame for the loss in California and how horrible it is to live there. And so now she moves to Kentucky and now she realizes, you know, that she might be voting conservative because of the horrors that the Democrat Party have done. We've known it for decades now, but okay. 
And I'm still laughing over Ultra Mega, <laughs> how they tried to trump Trump. And he's loving it, like we talked about yesterday. You know, he's the Ultra Mega King, and he takes that with, with stride. I just love it. <laughs> so, you know, talking about the WHO taking over, you know, if we have another virus or another pandemic, they're going to be the ones in charge, forcing us to have the vaccine shut us down, just like China. What they're going to be doing to us was exactly what China does to their people. They're turning our country into communism. There's a Chinese woman in New York that is running for office, and she has said that she left China to get away from the communist life and loved America and how painful it was for us to be that close, so close to being as bad as China is heartbreaking. These abortions all the way up to term is murder. We've talked about that. We have all seen in China, those guys wearing the white suits covered with, you know, with goggles on and covering up their whole body. And they're going into people's homes and pulling them out and taking them places, unknown destinations. And their families are saying that they've been killed. They're being taken away and disposed of. If the World Health Organization is going to be in charge of us, if we don't get the vaccine or if we don't comply, are they going to do the same thing? Are they going to come into our home and bust down our doors and do the same thing to us while we're kicking and screaming? It seems so unrealistic, but is that what we're headed for, guys? I'm highly concerned. I was telling my son, I think we might want to need to move to Mexico, <laughs> you know, down to Costa Rica or something. We need to relocate. Some serious concerns here. I mean, look at those four Air Force Academy cadets. They may not be able to graduate because they did not get the jab. They did not get the vaccine. They will be commissioned as military officers for refusing the COVID-19 vaccine, according to the Air Force officials. The cadets may be required to pay back thousands of dollars in tuition. Can you believe that? This comes as the Air Force faces a pilot shortage. It's the only military academy so far that could face such a penalty. Can you imagine going through all of that, the training, living out your dream and becoming an Air Force pilot and come to find out at the end of the end of the day when it comes time time to graduate, you can't because of a vaccine? Come on, you guys. Something just isn't right here. This needs to stop. And I just don't not sure how we can stop it at this point. Then you have the BLM. That founder, Patrice Colors, she paid her her child's father nine hundred and seventy thousand dollars for creative services. <laughs> wow. That's real creative. Create, creating a baby, I guess, is creative services. And then she paid her brother $840,000 for security. Okay. <laughs> what kind of security? Does he live there? And so if anybody comes knocking on the door, he might answer the door. I, I don't know. And then a fellow director, $2.1 million 
okay, and reimburse the organization $73,000 for a charter flight. And they don't know what they've done wrong and that if anybody questions them, they are racist. Come on, that went out with Obama. Every time we called Obama on his corruption, his lies, his anti-American ways, the things he was doing, everybody called, everybody was called a racist at that time. And that's where it all began. All this racist garbage is under Obama. Remember, when he took office, racism was like only at 14% of an issue. And everything he did, because all of that horrific corruption that he did, and they used his skin color, you're a racist. That was their answer to everything when they got called out on all kinds of stuff. We know it. You know it. I know it. We are not racist. We are Americans, and we are proud to be Americans, and we stand for our Constitution and our Bill of Rights that this administration and Obama's administration walked all over. And most importantly, we stand for the flag. We don't kneel. We stand proud and with honor. And I thank all of you who have served our country. I salute you. And all of you police officers out there and firemen, thank you for your service. And with that, guys, I hope everybody has a great day. Have faith in God. I know I do. Though this sounds like kind of a (laughs) doom and groom segment, it just is reality. And I'm feeling it today. I went to the pump and I paid $27 to top off the car. An eighth of a tank of gas, $27. That's crazy. And it's just, every time I go to the gas pump or I see one, every time I drive, I am going to top it off. Like most of you probably already are. We have to. Prices are going up and up and up every day. Again, I hope you guys are having a good day. Thank you, God, for all that we have and all that we will have. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.